This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Have what I would consider in this day and time the best girls basketball coach in America. And uh, and I'm not making that up, Rick. You are, Rick Ensel, you are special. I have been watching you coach for years. I haven't been able to come as much since I lost my Jackie. But uh, I think I'm going to start co- coming back again. Oh, we want you there. Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Uh, we want you there. And, uh, you know, we, we'll we treat you so many different ways that you'll have to like it. Uh-oh. Yeah, you're, you're on. You're okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the sound is going to be different in, on the radio than what you're going to hear here. They just put in a new system here, and uh, I was – Brian came in this morning. You know Brian Barrett. Oh, yeah. And, and he wanted to make sure that everything was perfect. And he wa- he made me listen to the, our podcast yesterday with Bud Mitchell. And uh, the sound was just absolutely just through the roof. It was just beautiful. But anyway, I have heard so many things about your recruiting class this this last time. And they come from all over the world. And... Uh, how many languages do you actually speak yourself? <laughs> Just basketballese and, and, and English? You know, a lot of people have asked that question, Truman. Yeah. But uh, I thought I we have. We have. Uh, there's absolutely not a challenge at all with communications. Yeah. Uh, most of our young ladies, well, all of our young ladies, they speak English. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're very articulate. Yeah. Uh, the they're good students. Uh, very focused on what's going on. Uh, I, one of the things that we we sat down and talked to them about, and and this is uh, this is what they said. What what most do you like about what you know coming over and being part of our country and being part of our great university here? Yeah. And their response was this opportunity. And not many not many people. I mean, not many young ladies would have said that, but they said, hey having the opportunity to get an education and to play basketball and that's yeah me. you always make it a team sport which i i think uh most of us that are sports fans we love to see that type of uh reaction with the coaches and and the players well basketball is a team sport yeah you know uh, some people think that golf and tennis are you more or less you're, and it's an individual sport. Really, that's a team sport also because you play yeah. it as a team at the university. Our golf team is very good. Our tennis team is a world champion or a, a team. Uh, Jimmy Bordin does a great job with them. Mark McIntyre does a great job with golf. But, uh, you know, it's you have so much more fun coaching when you have all the young ladies pulling for each other, even the ones that's on the bench. Yeah, um, you can tell you got a pretty good team if you look at your bench area, and they're all very, very much involved. What's going on on the floor? Yeah, uh, and that's one of the things that when we go to check in our game film, we look at our body language. What's going on on the bench? You know, yeah, you can tell if somebody's happy or unhappy, and if they're unhappy, we we want to know why. Is it playing time? Uh, is it maybe because you lost your boyfriend the night before, or? You know what is it, and um, and if it's playing time, then at that point we begin we begin to talk to them about hey, 
this is all about getting it done, winning championships, and putting a ring on your finger, putting a diploma in your hand. If you're about that, and that's what that's that's what we're about. You've got a lot of length this time, don't you? Well, I, we, I've heard is you've got a great recruiting class, just not only with length, but also with the guards. Well, you've Matt, got some speed there. My son Matt is probably, I think. Uh, and some people would say that I know a little bit about the game of basketball. Of course, you always got some out there that that are detractors. But I think Matt's are one of the best recruiters in the country by mm -hmm. far. And uh, we're very, very fortunate to have him. I mean, he's 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 built his reputation on uh, his the the people that he knows from New York all the way to California. The people that he knows that uh, that are abroad. Mm -hmm. Those uh, uh, trainers and things that are abroad, and they they see players there, and they contact him. Um, so you know, he's the one. Basically, I've got a great staff, but Matt is our is over our recruiting and on floor coaching, uh, and he's done a good job bringing these young ladies in here. Yeah. And they have come in, and they've done. Uh, I mean, the, right off the bat, they've come in, and they've they've kind of caught on to what we want to do. This is the kind of team we do have some length though. Go, I go back and answer your yeah, question. Yeah, you know we got a we've just got a six six kid in from a young lady in from Russia. Was we, she six six when you when you she, brought her in? Yes, when they when heard they, she's uh, growing. When they uh, they measure her across campus, they had yeah. to give her uh, her physical. Yeah, and so they when they do that, they measure you barefooted, oh. and she's six six and a half barefooted. Yeah, and then. Uh, We've got another young lady that's 6'4", uh, Jada from Canada. We've mm -hmm. got another young lady that's 6'3". She's also from Russia. And then uh, Courtney Whitson is 6'1". She's from Dobbins Bennett, Kingsport, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. So if you look at all that, that plays. And then you, we've got a, another young lady from uh, Belarus. Uh, she's 6'2". She plays the perimeter. So, you know, we we've... If, if we're walking through the airport, we look pretty good, you know, people would say. But I'm telling you right now, you put them on the basketball court, and they, they look even better because they share the basketball, they handle the ball. You know, we're kind of we're kind of excited right now about what we got, and we want to get them in a situation where we have to play some competition. So we got two exhibitions coming up, and that will give us a better idea of what's going on with our chemistry and all that, you know. I've always loved to watch you coach. Um, the, I, I found you as animated as you are to, to be almost the biggest draw, a bigger draw than the girls sometimes. Poor little uh, Anne Marie. Um, you had her over there about every five minutes on, on the, the sidelines coaching her all the time. Well, Anne Marie was like a coach on the floor. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that I've ever had um, a more focused, intense individual when uh, she took the floor yeah you know she played for michael burt at riverdale yeah. and uh, i told michael uh, that was the only state championship he won that he needed to give all of he needed to give her at least 10 percent of all his book deals and all his signings to Anne marie lanning <laughs> because she made him you know <laughs> I, I i i can picture her now on the sidelines she intently listening to you during that yeah, I, I, I called it a tirade, but it's more a teaching instruction. And uh, you still go out and recruit Tennessee girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, Jalen Gregory from Macon County. Gracie Dodgen is from uh, Sparta, Tennessee. Gracie mm -hmm. hit like 15 threes in one game. Uh, Jalen Gregory's been up for Miss Basketball a couple of years in a row. Uh, very, very proud and very happy to have both of those young ladies. Um, of course, Courtney's from Dobbins Bennett. Yeah. And then you got two Whittington's. Uh, what a joy to coach both of them. Amanda and Alexis, um, both, both very, very intelligent basketball players, both very, very good students in the classroom. Yeah. From right here in Murfreesboro. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's, that's, that's part of that's one of the things I told Dr. McPhee and also Chris when they uh, interviewed me was that I was going to do my best to get as many Tennessee uh, players that I could get. I felt like in the past, being from Shelbyville, I'd seen so many 
young ladies passed over in the state of Tennessee by so many of our universities to get players that I thought were not as good as some of the players that played in Middle Tennessee, East and West Tennessee. And I, my, one of the things that we try to do is my whole staff, we get out and try to make as many calls as we can make in the fall to as many high schools in the state of Tennessee that we can go to. Just to yeah. let them know, hey, we're here for you. Uh, if you're, you may not have a player right now, but in the, in the future, if you have a player, don't, don't pick the phone up and call one of us, and then we'll come and look at that young lady and see. And if, if she's not good enough to play here, we'll do what we got to do to help her play somewhere else. I'll give you a great uh, story on that. Caroline Warden played at Jackson County. She was all state there. Yeah. Single A school at that time. Jim Brown and me was good friends. And Jim's daddy uh, kept telling me, you need to come and look at this Warden kid. And Buddy Brown. And uh, I said, Buddy, she's too small. Hmm. Uh, she's not quick enough. But I'll come and look at her. I went and looked at her and did my thing. And I said, hey, she's a good basketball player, but, I, you know, we got some pretty good guards right now. We got Ty Petty. We got Shanice Kaysen, both yeah. from Murfreesboro. And uh, I said, you know, but I'll come and look at her. Well, they wanted to take a visit down at the end of the season, and they did. She came in with her mom and dad and sat down, and I told them right up front, just like I'm telling you now, hey, I feel like she's a little small. Uh I don't really think that she can play here, but I tell you what I'll do. I'll help you go wherever you want to go. Yeah. She looked at me and said, no, I want to be here. Wow. Well, she called me. I was out recruiting. She called me in July and said, uh, that was like in May. And she called me in July and said, Hey, I, are you bringing your players in to work out in the weight room? I said, yes. She said, well, you told me I could walk on. I said, I did. But I said, we, we, we're not going to give you any money. And she said, it doesn't matter. I'm going to come on in and work out with the players anyway. Make a long story short, she never I, – I, I had to battle. I didn't know if I even wanted to give her a uniform, to be honest with you. Yeah. To start the season. When we were lining up to play Louisville in the NCAA tournament, guess who my point guard was? Caroline Ward. Yeah. So, you just never know. She had to have been a, one of the hardest workers you've ever had there. Uh, she was a jewel. She was a jewel. It makes a difference to want to go and play for the particular university you have. She came from a championship program. One yeah. of the things you try to do, you look at the young ladies that we recruited. Most of those young ladies have played at championship programs. They know mm -hmm. how to win. Yeah. They've been, in, they've been in tough games. They've been in tough situations. And uh, – you know, that's that's kind of what you look for, and that's kind of what we look for as a coaching staff. Being a good friend of Pat, and I know you were, Pat, Pat Summit, uh, do you, did you guys swap ideas when you were together? Because we all know how hard Pat was on them, but it was a positive hard. She worked them hard on the floor, but she also made – sure that they worked hard in the classroom and that particular i i have heard her uh top ladies uh that played for her uh, on television and tried to relate back to all of us what she meant to them and every one of them was so glowing but they would start crying because they missed her all that much well you go back to candace parker which is playing yeah. Tonight, playing on TV tonight, yeah. uh, playing Phoenix tonight. And uh, uh, Candace's senior year, Pat was taking her back to Chicago. Mm -hmm. I really don't know what happened. I think it was a classroom situation. I feel like that's what it was, I, yeah. a classroom situation. I have to go back and look this up uh, where Candace missed some class. Yeah. And so Pat said, uh, you won't be playing tonight. I remember that going going into Chicago. Now, yeah, think about that. And that she, was her home. That was her home. Going back to where her parents. Mm -hmm. She's an All American. She's your best player. Mm -hmm. uh, she's she's one of the best players in the world. And Pat said, "You're not playing tonight." Yeah. Now I'm sure Mom and Dad was a little upset, like most parents probably would have been. But God, that took a lot of guts to do that, you know. But that was Pat. Yeah. And she and she took that team. Candace led that team to a national championship. She sure did. 
but when you work with your girls here, especially with the talent that you've got now, what do you do that's special to draw them all together? I know you want them to see, succeed in the classroom and, and, and on the, uh, the basketball floor, well, but got, what is it you drive into them? You've got to set the parameters. They've got to know that you're all business. They've got to know that you care for them, that you love them. Yeah. If they know that, then they'll work hard for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it's not about personalities. One of the things we talk about every day, hey, guys, we're in, we're in a classroom right now. It's not, we're, not, we're not talking personalities. It's not if I like you or I don't like you. We're critiquing you. We're, we're coaching you. When Matt's out talking to you about stepping through or opening up or meeting the basketball or coming off the, the, the floor with the ball, and Kim's talking about getting up in them defensively, and Nina's working with the post players, and she's critiquing the post, post players where they don't crack down or where they don't go and rip through the basketball or rip through the rebound, then you can't get your feelings hurt Yeah, because they're coaching you. Yeah, It's not about do I like you or I don't like you. We're trying to move you to a different level. Well, then when practice is over with, Truman, that's it. Yeah. When, when we meet in the middle and we say, hey, let every, uh, coaches have their say, players have their say, we all together. And then when we walk down those ramps, what do you need? What do you need me to do? What do you need a Kim to do? Yeah. Is it anything about academics? Do we need to go to the enhancement center? Do you know what about your apartment? Do you have a leak in the air conditioner? You know, at that point we become parents, but they they know that. But when you walk up the ramp and you go on the floor, it's all business. Yeah, and, and it's not about personalities. It's not about hey, you know, I, I'm not one of these coaches that believe in running and punishing. I don't. I just don't do that. We don't do that. I never have done that. Uh, you know, I believe that you get your players in shape uh, with drills. Yeah. Every drill that we have, you can look at our offense and what we're doing offensively and defensively. We can you can take that drill and set that right down into that offense or that defensive formation. Now, yeah. if you're not going to class, or you've got a you've had a bad day, and everybody has bad days. Yeah. Then hey. You need to go to study hall, work on your academics, or go to the weight room and get stronger, or go back to your apartment yeah. and come back the next day with a better attitude. But just know this, that when you're asked to do that, you're missing out on reps. And in order to get on the floor, you're going to have to have reps. So you're going to have to get up and go to class. If you don't go to class, you're not going to practice. The girls know when they come to MTSU to play for you, they know how you are, what your rules are, and what's expected of them at the time. And it has to be the player's decision to come to MTSU, doesn't it? Well, when you have an official visit room and you have the parents come in, sometimes you have the grandparents come with them, and they, they set, you give them a chance, we do, mm -hmm. to meet everybody we got on the team yeah. without me being around. Yeah. So they can ask what questions, you know. How is it playing for Coach Rick? You know, uh, are we, I'm, is, uh, am I going to be able to get the basketball? You know, uh, what about our schedule? You know, what about our fan base? Uh, you give those parents and grandparents and the player themselves a chance to ask the questions that they might want to ask without the coaching staff around. Yeah. Now, a lot of coaching staffs don't do that. They're very guarded about what you can ask and what you cannot ask. But when you, a player comes to Middle Tennessee, they know – what they're getting, uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna take care of your daughter. Mm -hmm. We're gonna make sure she has whatever she needs to, to in the classroom. We're gonna make sure she whatever she needs as far as her apartment and and the dorm room is concerned. We're gonna make sure she's got the food that she needs. Uh, we're very fortunate that Dr. McPhee and Chris Massaro, we at cost of attendance, our players, each one of them, will get somewhere around thirty nine hundred dollars extra. Uh, to spend during the years, and those come in like 10 different checks. Yeah. That helps them to, with buying some of the things, necessities that they might need. Um, and we're able to compete with the likes of Tennessee and the Georgias and the Vanderbilts and the Arkansas, at Middle Tennessee. It's mm -hmm. not a hard job to sell a player or a parent academically and leadership-wise and fan base-wise on what's going on at Middle Tennessee State University. That is not a tough job. 
yeah. because they know coming in they're going to get a chance to wear a championship ring. They know that they're going to have a diploma. Terry Whiteside is our faculty rep, and he preaches that all the time to all of our athletes. Come in, do the right thing. You're going to leave here with a ring. You're going to leave here with a diploma in the other hand. Yeah. And then look at what uh, look at our fan base. Every time we're playing, and this is something that I tell our, our um, parents and tell our players, the grandparents, you are, in, you are interviewing for a job. Yeah. When you're out there on the floor and you're busting it, you're a straight-A student in business, mm -hmm. or you're in an aerospace program, or you're in our concrete management program, they're looking Those are to, all great programs. Oh, the best in the world. Yeah. That's what I was, It's not a hard job to sell our, our business department, our music department. I could just go on and on and on. And we were established as a teacher school. Yeah. It's not a hard sale. But – Look what you're going to get when you when you hire one of our young ladies to be a school teacher. Yeah. How would you like to be out there going to hire Courtney Whitson? Oh gosh, yeah. Or Amanda Whittington? Yeah. I mean, goodness gracious, alive! That's a win-win situation, and that's what we got. I think we've got somebody interested in 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 your uh, MTSU basketball players. Caller, welcome aboard with Rick Ansel. Coach Ansel, how you doing? I just two questions I wanted to ask you. Um, first of all, how, how did it feel when um when Shevel said that he's going to name the gym, put your name on that floor? I know you've done a lot over there. People said it's long overdue. It should have been done a long time ago. And then number two, I wanted to ask you, like you got a little small coaching tree, Chelsea Lyman, one of your former players, Coach Laverne now, starting her second year. And also uh, Anita Overcast, one of your ex-players, that she played UT Chattanooga, got better in college, watched her play. UT Chattanooga was a great ball player. For you, one one state tiles, all that. She was helping Coach Cope at Tommy County. I think she's still going to do that, but she got a job coaching middle school boys basketball at Westwood over in Manchester. So I just want to ask you talk about those two former athletes. And like I said, the honor you got it, Chef, was that pretty high honor when you get a gym name. But Coach Donald said one time to Coach Kitty, he said, Coach Kitty at Richard Kentucky, says, pretty high honor when you get a gym name after you and you're still alive. So I just want to ask you about that. And good luck this year, Coach. I know you're going to do well. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Uh, it, it was an amazing feeling. Uh, the one thing that I cherished more than anything was I was able to share that with my family, yeah, my sons, their wives, my grandkids. Have them, having them all there uh, probably meant more than I can ever, ever imagine. My wife, of course, standing there beside me. There's no way I could have done what I've done without uh, Deb because she They should have put Deb's name next two years. Well... They should have, and she she did all the work in the background. She yeah. kept her, she raised our sons, mm -hmm. uh, and of course, Deb's a businesswoman also. Yeah, Chelsea Alignments is a there's a great there's some great stories on Chelsea. What a leader! What a leader! Uh, just a great player. Uh, Miss Phyllis, her grandmother, uh, came to came with uh, to the, on the visit, and she made her mind up right then. Chelsea had. Visit still at I think at Cincinnati and Memphis and somewhere else and Miss Phyllis said no, you're not going to any of those visits. You're coming to Middle Tennessee. You're going to play for this guy. <laughs> and Anita Overcast is that a commercial coming? Yeah, up? I guess we better take a break and we'll we'll come back and and hit that last question. All right. The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, I'm Larry Castelli, and I love living at Adams Place. It's very friendly. Everyone here seems to want to make friends and be your friend, and the staff is fabulous. Betsy, who is the director of activities, is fabulous. And she's always having something going on. We have music at least once a week, wine and cheese, and there's all sorts of different type of activities. I would highly recommend Adam's Place. And they never heard from him again. Now oh, that's scary. But listen to this one. It was a dark and dreary night. The man pulled into the convenience store parking lot. The lights flickered as he crept toward the counter and saw the new Halloween jumbo box. But he left without buying one, missing his chance at $75,000. <gasps> 
That's terrifying. I know, right? Scare up some fun this season with a new Halloween Jumbo Box. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And the Powerball number is six. I can't believe it. Did we win? Nope. But I can enter this ticket in Powerball's first Millionaire of the Year promotion for the chance to win a New Year's Eve party package and a million dollars. Okay, so did you do the laundry? Nah, but there's a chance I might tomorrow. Yeah. Make 2022 a year to remember. Visit tnviprewards.com and enter your Powerball tickets by October 25th for a chance to be the Powerball first millionaire of the year. The Tennessee Lottery. Please play responsibly. Marcus by Goldman Sachs offers personal loans with no fees, ever. Banks offer coffee. So what's more important, a Marcus by Goldman Sachs loan with no fees that could help consolidate debt or bank coffee that tastes like bank coffee? You can money. Visit Marcus.com to learn more about saving, borrowing, and investing from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Investing involves risk and investments may lose value. Brokerage and investment advisory services by Goldman Sachs and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Lending and deposits products provided by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. Attorney Joe Cordell. New school, new job, new home. Change is hard and can leave you feeling isolated. And divorce delivers one of life's hardest blows. The relationships you counted on are suddenly gone. But you don't have to walk through this alone. For more than 30 years, Cordell & Cordell has guided men through the challenges of divorce. You're not alone. Call Cordell & Cordell. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Nashville area attorneys. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Police in Murfreesboro investigating the case of the stolen tiller. The theft occurred behind a business in the 500 block of West Burton Street, October 7th. Whoever took the heavy piece of garden equipment is believed will first take it from behind the business to relocate it to a nearby area, then drive up and load it into what looked like a Nissan and drive away. There are security photos on WGNSRadio.com along with contact information if you can identify the suspects. The Tennessee STEAM Festival, founded by the Discovery Center at Murphy Spring, will be held in Murfreesboro October 15th through the 24th. This year's event will incorporate events at a wide range of museums, schools, community centers, and other attractions. New this year is Palooza, Saturday, October 23rd from 1 to 5, which includes local artists, scientists, and engineers of all ages, and will feature hands-on fun. In addition, Discovery Center's general admission for the indoor exhibits will be half-priced from 1 to 4 p.m. on October 23rd. A complete listing of activities available by following the link at WGNSRadio.com. A study by the financial services website WalletHub ranks Tennessee low when it comes to energy efficiency. The study says Tennessee is among the top five states for being least energy efficient. The study looked at data regarding auto and home energy efficiency. It concluded Americans on average spend about $2,000 on utilities and another $1,568 on motor fuel and oil. Federal investigators tried to learn why an employee opened fire in a postal service facility in Memphis yesterday, killing three people, including himself. It's the second such incident of workplace violence in the area in two weeks. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Hello, this is Greg Tidwell from Bell Jewelers in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I think the main draw why people come to Bell Jewelers is they are referred by their neighbors. People want to know who they can trust, and Bell Jewelers gets that call quite a bit. And we're very proud of it, and we take it very serious. Come by and see us at Bell Jewelers at 821 Northwest Broad Street. We're across the street from Toots. We're open 10 to 6 during the week, 10 to 5 on Saturday, and close most Sundays. 
Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, right here on News Radio WGNS. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Occasional sunshine this afternoon with a high in the mid-80s. Tonight, clear team partly cloudy, low near 64. High of 84 on Thursday. Lots of sunshine. I'm meteorologist Laura Lockwood on News Radio WGNS. Right now, 67. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn Pop Fresh Daily, their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Coach uh, Rick Ensel. What was the second one? Do you remember? It was, the, it was about Nita Overcast. I got a little story about her. Uh, yeah. Uh, Labora McCoskey was my assistant coach, and she was uh-huh. working my uh, freshman. Yeah. And uh, we had like, 15 or 20 freshmen out. We were only going to keep about 10. Mm-hmm. And so she came down, and I had on this list Anita's name to cut. I didn't, you know. She said, Coach, she's a big old girl. She's tall. She's strong. She runs well. She's got a good attitude. We might want to keep her. Mm-hmm. I said, well, we'll look at her and see. And so that afternoon I went home, and my Kyle, which is my middle son, yeah, he was about – I don't know, nine or 10 years old then maybe. And he came to me and said, Hey dad, do you know, you got a, a, a player upstairs on your freshman team that delivers our newspaper? I said, no, I didn't know that. Said, yeah. Said, I think her name's overcast. I said, really? So uh, she delivered it on a little old moped. So she, I heard it coming up the road and I went out to the mailbox and she's got this helmet on, you know, and I said, uh, do, are you, are you the uh, young lady that's on our freshman team upstairs? She said, yes, sir. I said, do you deliver the newspaper every day after practice? Yes, sir. She said, I also work out at the catfish house, and I cook when I get through delivering the paper. I said, what are you doing all that for? She said, well, uh, I want to get braces. And I oh. said, okay. So I said, well, thank you. And I went back, and I told Coach McCroskey, I said, Mark down that overcast girl. We're going to keep her. If she's working two jobs and still pl- going to school and playing basketball, There's she's got some fiber. And yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know her family. From a great family, great family, good family, good foundation family in Shelbyville. Yeah. And the kid went on, made all state for me, went on and played, got a scholarship at UTC and ended up uh, being one of their better players down there. And now is coaching over, coaching the boys' basketball team, junior high team in Manchester, and sitting on the bench with the with the high school girls' team. She's yeah. got uh, two girls that are playing basketball over there, and both of them are pretty good. Bless her heart, and yeah. bless your heart for reaching out to someone who is uh, you're you're making a difference in her life by seeing what a special lady she is. Well, uh, no, uh, Truman, I've been blessed. Yeah, I've been blessed. I mean. Uh, you know, the good Lord put me in her life, and he also put her in my life because uh, through that period of time that those teams that she played on, they only lost four games. Yeah. Uh, from 1988 through 1992, uh, they won uh, four state championships. She won three of them, and she, her and Woosley were on the same team, and they lost four games. They lost three of those before Christmas their freshman year. Uh-huh. And didn't lose another game their whole career. You you're blessed to be able to be around those special ladies, aren't you? I have been. I have been. I've been blessed with a good Lord uh, that's put again a lot of young ladies in my life. 
Yeah, and and you're blessed to be able to put special things in their lives too, because well, I think that coaches can do more with raising young 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 ladies, young men, whatever. Uh, I, I know it's good to be a, a teacher in the classroom, but when you add that extra responsibility as far as, as the young players, um, I can remember playing uh, all kinds of ball, and the coaches made an unbelievable difference, not on the, on the field or, or in the courtroom, but also in life. It makes a big difference. Truman, times have changed. Uh, when you came through and I came through, yeah, it was a privilege to be able to to be associated and play on a football or a baseball or a basketball. Yeah, and that's about all we had through that period of time. Right. Uh, but times have changed because one of the things there was a rule at my house that uh, my dad uh, kind of set forward and and said, you know, if you're going to try out. And uh, if you make the team, you know, if you don't like what's going on with the coach, you don't like what's going on with the team, you're not quitting. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the rule I took over with my boys. I said, I don't care if you play basketball or anything, baseball, that's up to you. But if you start, you're going to finish. Don't come to me complaining, you're going to finish. Don't come to me complaining about playing time. Don't come to me complaining about, complaining about conditioning. You're yeah. going to finish. And then if you don't want to play next year, that's fine. And, you know, uh, two of my sons took me up on that. They played their freshman year, Tom and Kyle, and then they came in their sophomore year and said, Dad, we just, we, you know, we kind of want to work with horses. We kind of want to do our thing and that. And I said, hey, you go do it. Yeah. And uh, they both ended up doing pretty good. Now, Matt was a little different. Matt came through. He was very talented and everything. And, and we had that same rule Dev and me did with him. But he came to us and said, hey, he was an all-star in baseball. Mm -hmm. said hey and also soccer but said hey i don't want to do those anymore i just want to stick to basketball so you know i told his coaches and on the soccer and also the baseball team that they would have to convince him to play if they he, they couldn't convince him because he's he put his time in travel team basketball he played uh with doc shelton down in nashville he had a mm -hmm. great travel team and deb and myself took him down there about two or three times a week to work out with that team and then deb followed him all over the country while he was playing uh, travel team basketball. So, yeah. you know, times have changed now because you got trainers, you got handlers, you got travel team coaches, junior high coaches, high school coaches, parents, uncles that have played somewhere or at least thought they played mm -hmm. that are giving young people advice now. This is yeah. what you need to do or this is what you need. You don't, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. And you got to deal with that as a, as a coaching staff. That's the type of challenges that we have nowadays. You know, it's just like in politics. I, I, and while you were saying that, it just hit me. People, it's hard to find quality people to run for office anymore because everybody is judging them on some of the more ridiculous things that I have ever heard of in my life. And And to be a coach and listen to all of these supposedly uh professionals analyze everything you do um we've got a great bunch right here in in murfreesboro and rutherford county but you get on uh, uh you're you're noted nationally uh as being a great coach but you're still going to have these um reporters or whatever they're always looking at what you're doing and if they can find something negative, they're going to jump on it right away. Well, that's that's our society. Now, it right? is. Uh, it really is. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but that's just the way things are. Uh, you know, you don't. I I take care of what goes on at Middle Tennessee State. Right. I, I don't get involved. Just even in, even over on campus, I don't get involved. What's going on with Coach Stocks on the football team? I, I me and Coach Stocks are very close friends. Yeah. Uh, Nick McDevitt. Very close friends, both men's basketball. Uh, you know, Jeff Breeden at softball. Mm -hmm. uh, and Mark McIntyre, golf. Jimmy Borndine. Uh, Dean Hayes with track. They all got their worlds and their programs. Now, I'm supportive of everything that goes on. Dean's not still there, is he? He's he's there off and on. I think Dean's been a little sick lately. But anyway, yeah. uh, we're supportive of what goes on. Yeah. 
but I don't know what goes on in their world. So therefore, yeah. it's what I need to do is stay out of that world now. But when they play, I need to be there and support them. And I think most of those guys do the same thing with us, you know. Yeah. So it's not my business what's going on with men's basketball. It's my business what's going on with women's basketball. And uh, Chris Massaro and Dr. McPhee can handle all those challenges. Yeah, that's what they're getting paid the big bucks for. Well, they do a good job. <laughs> you know, they and look at the undue criticism they get. You know, if something is a little challenging, first thing they do, they want to jump on Chris or Dr. McPhee. And, you know, bottom line is they – I know both of them very well. They hired me. They want to win as much as me and you want to win. Yeah. They want everybody to do good as much as me and you want everybody to do good. Uh, they're not against I'm going to have to get Mas – I should have had you bring Masaro with you. Wow. That that would have been fun this morning. Well, just we'll, – we'll, we'll do that the next time then. Yeah, we'll do that. Um Tell me about your strength coach. Who who have you got now? We've got a young lady that's come on board that is, is doing a, a really really good job. Tessa, mm -hmm. she is uh, she had, was a kind of a GA at Southern Illinois at one time, and then came on in. And mm -hmm. We were able to hire. Her. She's doing a good job. Uh, the big thing with women's basketball is you don't want to get them where they're looking like those body lifters on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a great strength coach in Matt Riley. Oh, he was. You know, I thought the uh, world of him. Well, he used to bring my Aunt Nancy over and, and find oh, yeah. a seat for her on the front row. You're not going to find a finer man yeah. in this world yes. than Matt Riley. That's right. And Regina, uh, uh, you know, they've, they've had some bad luck lately with health. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm telling you right now, uh, if you want somebody to mentor you and he was one of my mentors is he doing better there. he is good uh is matt riley yeah and the riley family good gracious alive i mean they're <laughs> you you know he told me one time the ansel family reminded him of his family <laughs> uh, they're a lot bigger than us so i yeah. you know of course look at matt look at me you know but i think matt's dad was about my size really yeah he worked on the railroad for years like my dad worked for Middle Tennessee Electric for years, so they they came up hard and they raised their families, and uh, you know uh, I'm proud to be uh, I'm proud. It, it kind of I kind of took a little pride in the fact of, of Matt saying, "Hey, the Ensel family was, was kind of like reminded him of his family." Yeah, yeah, actually, you have a strong bond all the way across Middle Tennessee. Of course, you were in uh, Cannon County. For a pretty good while, and then you went into Bedford County, and then over here, uh, I, I, it, you. Uh, when I'm talking to you, I feel comfortable because I grew up in the same type of atmosphere that you did. It makes a big difference. We're old country boys, and we just we can't are. get out of it. Yeah. You know? Now, does your new strength coach is she? Does she have that hoorah type of feeling where she's trying to? push the ladies to be stronger and better than they even thought they could be well she's she's not a hoorah person but she's yeah. very focused very intense very passionate about what she's doing yeah that's what i was looking for yeah uh, and to make sure that she has the respect of her players yeah you can't have a strength coach that doesn't have the respect of your players uh you may not like your strength coach but you better respect them because yeah. basically what they're trying to do is get you ready. Again, Truman, they're trying to move you to the next level. Yeah. You know, when, you, when you're out there on the basketball court and you're in the middle of the fourth quarter and you can't go, then the one person you got to look at is your strength coach. Yeah. Because the other ones, that, that's the part that they play. They don't play the part where you start up, where you throw the ball up, tip it off. The part that they play is in that second half, you know, can you still go? Are you yeah. in good shape? You know, are you strong enough to, to push people or to hold your own so that you don't get pushed around? And that's uh, that that uh, is still out on her. But I think right now, from what I've gathered, and I've watched her work with our young ladies, she's doing a good job, and she has the respect. And in doing that, then she's uh, she'll end up. It's going to be a positive force. Do you have an idea yet of uh, how the seeding is going to be? 
inside the gym? Are, are they are they going to have separation? Are they going to have masks? Nah, 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 any nah, of this stuff? Going, the season ticket seats that you've had for years and years and years, you're going to be able to get. Yeah. All you need to do is just buy your tickets. Uh, right now, you'll have to wear a mask. Everybody on campus has to, unless you're outside. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, right now, everything's on go. And we're excited. I mean, season ticket sales are coming in right and left. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we're we're three weeks away from our exhibition. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. Who, 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 do you, do, who are the teams you're going to have? We got Lane College first. And then you got, uh, you got, uh, it used to be Martin. Now it's called UT of the South, I think is what they're mm. called. But uh, we got those two. How's the how's the schedule look? We're pretty tough. It's uh, we open up we open up at home with East Carolina. Mm-hmm. Then we fly in to VCU. Then we come back home and play Vanderbilt. Whoa! And then we got to go to Tennessee Tech, which that'll be a big game because of the rivalry it's been in the past. Our kids don't know anything about it, and their kids don't either. But everybody that knows about Tech and Middle knows there's a rivalry there. Yeah. And then, um, then we go play Marquette and uh, Illinois, mm-hmm. and then we come back home and uh, we got Belmont at Belmont, and then we got Mercer, which was in the NCAA tournament last year. Susie mm-hmm. Gardner used to played at Mount Juliet, coached at Austin P, Arkansas. Now it's at Mercer, is coming in to play us, and uh, then there's someone else right before we. Uh, take our Christmas break, and then we open up on the road this year, uh, Jan- on December the 31st, December the 30th, we're at UTEP. So we'll be spending New Year's out at uh, El Paso. Mm. So I don't know if we'll like that or not, but uh, that's part of it. You, you've got a team that's going to be pretty new to a lot of the coaches that you'll be playing against this time. The system won't. They know me. Uh, I'm not going to change. We're going to do our thing. We're going to do what Middle Tennessee does, and you got to stop us. And uh, that's kind of my philosophy. You know, you don't go in every week and change to who you're playing. You go in and you take care of business. You do your thing, and then I have to stop you. And I think all the coaches know what they're going to be looking at with us. They know that we got a motion offense. We've also got set offenses against the man. They know that we've got great shooters and we've got good offenses when people throw a zone against us. We're able to handle the press. I think the one unknown right now is how good defensively are we going to be. Yeah. If we're a, we were last in the conference last year in defense. The worst defensive basketball team I've had since I've been coaching was wow. last year. Uh, we still got the NCAA tournament. We could score points, but we couldn't play defense. Uh, so, you know, if we're able to – to bring that defense back to where we're top five in the conference, hopefully top five in the country. Yeah. If we do that, then uh, I think we're going to have a pretty good season. You have to be really aggressive in this day and time to be on defense. Well, you got to play smart. But you've got length. It's time. all about footwork. Yeah. Truman. If you can take your young ladies that are very athletic, and when they meet somebody as athletic as they are, then that's where fundamentals plays a part and that's what we're big at we're out there teaching right now the the footwork uh setting down in your, with your hips mm-hmm. uh closing out on the ball blocking out on the boards uh you know if we take care of all that then i think we'll have a pretty good pretty good season do you play practice any with the boys against the girls oh yeah we got a practice team we got yeah. a, we got a male practice squad and uh, we couldn't be where we're at without them. And we thank them every day. You'll see every one of my girls going around thanking them every day Yeah. Well, uh, for being there. Those guys are helping us become a better basketball team. Yeah. And they're, they're there for nothing. They're not getting paid anything to be a male practice player. Yeah. They, they go to class. They got to be a student just like my players are students. And they're not compensated at They're all. not compensated. No. Wow. Uh, what do you think about that new um, – uh, Law, I guess maybe it's a law. I'm not Name, sure. image, and likeness. Do what? Name, image, and likeness. Yes. Uh, you know, we. Uh, the one thing that I'm proud of our group is that they have brought in and are educating as we speak our athletes on how to deal with that. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you got to do. You just don't jump off. You just don't jump off the cliff because it looks good. You got to see what's, you know, there are some, there's a lot of positives to it, but there's also some negatives. And Chris and our, uh, our, our the people that we got there on campus are doing their best to find out as much as they can find out and educating our athletes on what's going on. Our compliance is right on top of everything. So, uh, this time next year, I'll be able to answer that question better. I can see probably positive and negatives with it. But being a coach, um, it could cause some um, relationship problems with the players, couldn't it? I I, I, I'm just sitting there. I, I've seen across the country what some of them are starting to, to do with it. And uh, um you don't know you, how you you push team. You, you don't, push you team. Don't, you don't know how it's going to affect anything right now. Right. I think, I think the 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 jury is still out on what's going to happen with that name, image, and likeness. Yeah. Uh, is it going to? You know, I don't really see how name, image, and likeness for two players on a football team is going to help that team, or for two players on a basketball team is going to help that team, because like you said, they're only human. Yeah. But you know, they're also not going to sponsor a player that never gets in a game, never scores a basket, maybe is the best person you've got in the locker room. Yeah. You know, maybe will be the most successful person in the future in business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet on in the locker room and maybe on the team or on the floor, that person never gets in. So, like I said, the jury's still out. Let's see what, you know, this time next year we'll have a better idea what's going on around the country. You know, I've heard that the guy at Alabama, the quarterback at Alabama, is, uh, uh, is he, he, name, image, and likeness is in the millions. Uh, and you know that. Uh, and he really hasn't proven anything. No, and you know, and you look at Archie Manning's uh, grandson. Yeah. Uh, they're saying that his name, image, and likeness, and of course, it's probably coming off Eli and Peyton. Yeah, him being one and somebody taking a chance on him. Um, and like I said, he's not done anything. He hadn't thrown his hadn't thrown his first pass yet. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Sports are it, it, it causes strange emotions, as you know, for the fans. And I and you and I remember when Peyton was going to have to make his decision on which university he was going to go to. And they all thought that he was going to go to Mississippi, Ole Miss, of course. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and his, his, his daddy was a great player there. And then all of a sudden he decided he's going to go to Tennessee. And people were threatening Archie and everybody else in the family because they thought he had something to do with that decision or he should have had something to do with that decision. And I will never forget that, uh, uh, how strange it is to have someone make a decision on which college he's going to play to for. And then all of a sudden the whole state just rises up in arms against them. It's amazing how those things occur. And, and, And people have that, uh, um, I don't know. They want a relationship with the players and with the coaches and everybody else, and then they want to make decisions for them. That's pretty tough to live well, with. It goes back to the things we talked about earlier, the handlers, the trainers, the junior high coach and the high school coach, and you can just come right on down the line. You see it every day. Uh, hanger-ons. Yeah. You know, so, you know, but that, that – that young man's got a good foundation behind him with Archie. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad, I think, is Cooper. Great mom and dad. Uh, mom. Yeah. Uh, but I think Eli, Peyton, Cooper, and Archie, all of them probably will be involved in that decision. But in the in the end, it looks like to me that that they will allow that young man to make his own mind up where he wants to go to school. That's what's special about that family. Yeah. yeah. And when you have families that are involved in things like that, and then you're able to recruit uh, uh, either a grandson or son or whatever, if you've got that kind of support, that's pretty positive, isn't it? It is. 
and you 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 had to have that sport when you were in Chevable, you had the best girls basketball teams around. I mean, nobody was close to you in a lot of situations. And then when you decided that you were going to go up to the college level, um, that was a hard decision for you, wasn't it? Well, I really that decision was kind of made by my sons. Ah. They knew that I always wanted to coach in college, but I'd been at Shelbyville for 28 years, won 10 state championships, had a lot of success, uh, a lot of friends. Yeah. Was uh, very complacent, was yeah. in the rut. Every day you could pick out – I mean, I, I did the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to kind of match my wits in on the collegiate level. The job at middle came up. They said, are you going for it? And I said, no, nah, I don't think I am. Uh, and they kind of looked at me and said, uh, well, you've always told us that, that – uh, we could be, we could do whatever we want to do with our life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so basically you've kind of been a fake this whole time, Dad. Uh-oh. Because we know you want to be a college Pressure coach. zone. You got a chance to apply for this job. Yeah. And so I'm, I made application that day. And then um, the three of them, in particular Matt, because he, had, he was hooked up on the collegiate level at that time, mm-hmm. and uh, Tom – was in the travel team ball, and then Kyle, of course, uh, a good business head, all put together the plan, along with Deb in the background again, mm-hmm. the plan for my interview process at Middle Tennessee. And so when I walked in to interview with Dr. McPhee and Chris Massaro, mm-hmm. and you got to understand, I was a high school coach, and I'm Chris Massaro's first hire. They had me ready. I mean, they had me ready. I, 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 I couldn't go through all that again, but, uh, you know, bam, 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 bam. Everything was A, B, C, D. I mean, I was right down the line. The questions that they threw at me, I was able to answer. Mm-hmm. The staff that I was going to put together, I was able to answer. And then um, later on, Chris Massaro told me, he said, when you walked out, you had just blew Dr. McPhee and my socks off. Wow! Because you were our best, you were our best interview. Well, the reason that I was was because of my three sons and my wife. They yeah. got me ready, and uh, uh, and it's kind of like going after that first job at Shelbyville. You know, um, you you didn't have a, a escape hatch. Yeah. I mean, you 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 burnt the, you burn all your ships. If you're going to come home, you're going to come home in their ship. And then when I went in for the Shelbyville job, it was like it was. Hey. I want this job, I need this job, and I can do the job. And I took that same attitude Middle Tennessee with Dr. McPhee and Chris and was able to convince them to give me a chance. That's all I wanted was an opportunity. We're only as good as our family and, and our spouse especially. Yep. There, there's something about that. I've always thought that uh, Jackie deserved more credit than anything I ever did because uh couldn't have done anything without her. Oh, yeah. She had to live with you every day. Oh, yeah. Was, Bless was, her heart. That was a tough job that, in itself. I mean, that's a tough job for Deb. Yeah. You know, she's got to live with me every day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, what did you do on the birthday? Deb's birthday. She was gone. So she was gone the whole oh, yeah. time? Gone the whole time. So what yeah. you going to do to make that up? Uh that's a tough question, Truman. She's probably, <laughs> I better keep she's that probably, She's probably sitting home <laughs> laughing right now. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed you, Rick, as always. And uh, I'm wishing you good luck for the season, but I've got a feeling that you don't wish, you don't need my wish. Call me. I'll get you down low. I'll get uh, you down lower. I'll get you down lower than Larry Stewart sits. Well, you go ahead and get me down low. We need you there. All right. Don't wear that Tennessee shirt, though. I'll get you. Well, middle, what have I got on I'll, today? I'll get you what a, have I got on I'll today? Get you, I'll get you a middle Tennessee you shirt. Know who you, gave me, yeah. you know who gave me this shirt? Uh, Doc Crease. Oh. Yeah. You better hang on to that. Yeah, because uh, I used to go over and work out with the guys when when uh, he, he had a football team. Yeah. He was special. We love you, Truman. I'm going to tell you. Well, I think the world of you too, yeah. Rick, and, and your whole family, and and uh, go Raiders, go Blue. Yes. <laughs> All right. See you in the morning at nine.
from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.